This episode of JMC is sponsored by Mocha Motion Coffee. Get caffeinated with Mocha Motion Coffee, a mobile boutique beverage bar transforming Lancaster's caffeine scene. Indulge in their meticulously handcrafted espresso drinks, vibrant matcha, real fruit smoothies, and refreshing acai bowls. Catch Mocha Motion at their next stop or elevate your next corporate affair or even private party with their bomb coffee offerings. Now booking into 2024, sip, savor, and celebrate with Mocha Motion Coffee, where every sip is a journey, ha ha ha, journey, and every moment a memory. Learn more at mochamotioncoffee.com. That's M-O-C-H-A-M-O-T-I-O-N-C-O-F-F-E-E.com. Get you some coffee, man. Get me a coffee while you're at it. Welcome back. Season three is officially here. The Journeyman Chronicles is rolling. The JMC podcast is on fire. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Welcome back. How are you? How are things going on with you? I'm excited. Two months of the summer have gone by quickly. They usually do. But yo, I'm excited to get the third season started. I ain't gonna lie. Um, The season three premiere of JMC uh, was a big deal for me because uh, I'm getting a lot of attention on the podcast. A lot of people are hip to it now. So a lot more people are reaching out. And so I was like, well, then if this is the case and I want somebody that's doing a really dope thing in their life that uh, that means something to kick off this season. And I did. I got none other than Shug right here on the Journeyman Chronicles podcast, JMC. We talk about a couple things. Music, we talk about life. We talk about relationships. We talk about uh, women and the empowerment of women. And the reason why I bring this up is because that's what got my attention with Suge was the Let Me Remind Her Woman Conference that took place a few months ago, I think around June, I think in June, Um, It was a a half day event where women gathered and empowered each other, did fun things, sang, danced, shared stories. Um, Relationships were created and she got to sit here and talk about how that started for her. The idea, how it almost didn't happen, things that she learned from it. Sometimes you see an end result in something. You're like, wow, that looks really dope. That's so cool. That looks easy or not really just putting in into consideration that it takes hard work for something to look as good as it does or as beautifully presented as it is. And um, it was cool to hear her share her story and and explain the origins of it and what it took to get it going. Um, She's such a dope woman, mad cool, easy to talk to, down to earth. You know, she's got a great loving relationship uh, with her fiance, Laddie Moran, um, who's a dope MC, will be on the podcast later this season. 
Um, and we talk about that. We talk about relationships. We talk about love. We talk about, you know, uh, a, a man's place in a woman's uh, life that's strong and how can he aid in her empowerment. It was something that I asked her because I'm I'm definitely hip to uh, equality and stability in relationships, but I'm also a believer that um, men and women have uh, they they have their place for one another, um, and and women for women and men for men as well. I'm 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 just speaking in, in regards to the conversation that Shug and I had. Um, it was just dope. It was dope. Like I said, down the earth. And I'm excited to share that with you right now. So let's just stop talking and let's get right into it. This is season three premiere, episode 69. This is Shook's Journey. Let's go. Yeah, well, that was always like the, that was always the, uh, the, well, I'm lying. Forgive me. It wasn't the goal from the very beginning. It was like, let's just have an in-person conversation. Mm -hmm. But then it was just like, people were like, yo, this is like really, it's comfortable. This is like therapeutic. It it does give you a therapy feel. Yeah. I don't know. And there's something about candles that just like calms you down. Cause I have at least three candles in my home. Yeah. Well, my wife is like a candle aficionado yeah and I'm with her. <laughs> I, yeah and i didn't i wasn't really like hit the candles like until i met her and then it was just like there's always got to be candles on yeah. and then i got used to it so when there's not candles on it's like yo we gotta like settle yeah. them you know it just relaxes it you does. and then like the scent too like people say like when you come into someone's home the first thing you do is like smell so like it just it brings their own aroma into the home absolutely well so <laughs> Yeah. Um, forgive me, Shug? Shug, Shug, yes. okay, cool, forgive me. So, no, it's okay. It's thank cool. you so much, because um, there's a lot I want to get into, but when I was winding down this uh, season two, I had already had in mind that I wanted to talk to you to open up this season, so it really worked out, I'm grateful. Yeah, because I've, I was, I've, been, I've been watching you um, through socials, which is typically yeah. how, I, how I follow my guests, to get a feel of what they're doing. I was already hip to the music. Mm-hmm. But what I would really like to start is what grabbed my attention was, let me remind her. Really? That's what grabbed, yeah, it grabbed my attention and I can only maybe explain it because I um, obviously uh, I'm married to a very strong uh, Latina woman, but I have three mm-hmm. daughters as well. So mm-hmm. it's it was like dope to see this. Yeah movement this like it was like the focus of uh, empowerment and of course i don't want to speak for you i want you to explain it i I love hearing this it was so dope to see it and then when i saw that you were spearheading it i was like yo that's so dope because i was hip to the music i saw uh the speak to my soul performance uh with with avita cologne and and I, i i knew what you were doing but that to me was like from left field so talk to me yeah talk to me about how that came about i i had this idea to host an event like three four years ago like i want to host an event i want to do like a dinner i I wasn't sure what i wanted to do but the more i continued to work on myself i was like 
I want to empower other women the way that I empower myself and the way that other women have empowered me to become who I am today. I feel like those connections and those relationships are so vital. Mm -hmm. And I was like, if I can create a space for us to do that, then I will. So I told my mother-in-law, she was like, let's do it. Okay, word. Yeah, I told my best friend, Nivey, and we just we Oh, Nivey's your best friend? Yeah, she's like my sister. People Got think we're you. sisters. Yeah. Got you, yeah. Are you going to have her on the show? I've, I've reached out to her twice. Okay. I know right now she said she's in the, she's in the middle or, or nearing the end of a, of a spiritual journey that she yeah, said she's yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I said, no doubt, I, I but I, I have reached out to her. And Tony Brownheart will be on Good. as well. Yeah, I did not know sis. when I got him on. I didn't know that they were brother and yeah, sister. Yeah, they're like really. Bro- yeah, I yeah. can't be my sister, but like Tony and her are real. Yeah, I got them. you. But yeah, let me remind her. It's man, I didn't realize the impact it was gonna have. Okay, yeah. Because this was just an idea. It was just like, oh, I'm just go for it. Yeah. And when I tell you, I learned so much from that experience. It changed me. Um, I lost a lot of friends. Um, I learned more about who I was and I think seeing other women feel like they aren't alone, I think was the biggest like thing for me. Like, gotcha. Yo, you're not alone. We got yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for women of color to, to have like this camaraderie. And of course I don't know, but I'm mm-hmm. assuming like that. I, I feel it's important. Yeah. And, um, especially in our city. Yeah. I think it was just so dope to see because, uh, and I don't know. Are you from Lank? Like, are you born yeah. and raised from here? Mm-hmm. Okay, so so am I. So, yeah. And, and this comes up often in, in the in the conversation where it's like what I remember seeing in Lancaster growing up versus what I'm seeing now. Yeah. And it's like it was dope to see what you were doing because I was like, I ain't never seen anything yes, like it. That's not yes. to say that it, it wasn't happening, but to see it like on the magnitude that you were doing. I thought was pretty Feels, fucking dope. Yo, I didn't know what I was doing. Okay, but that's yeah, cool. I didn't have a clue. I just had that. <laughs> I don't know how I did it, but I was like, we're just gonna learn how to do this. What was what were some of the things that you that you wanted to implement in this conference? Was it all kind of like all freestyling? It? <sighs> um, hmm. you said your mother in law was helping you. Yeah, my mother in law helped me um, put it together, and I be. I'm trying to think like. What do you mean? What What do you mean? Well, I guess what I'm looking at is what was you said empowerment of women was the yeah. focus, but like, was it like a um, was it a multiple day event or was it, was oh, it no. an all day event? Yeah, it was actually uh, it the was structure like a, of it. Like, oh yeah, it was like a half day event. Okay. Um, we did uh, dancing. We okay. had performers. We had a meal. I guess like my my vision was like I wanted women to feel full when they left. I wanted them to feel refreshed when they left and like they had someone next to them. So um, yeah, we had a good time. I felt like chains broke yeah. in the building. Yeah, yeah. When the dancers came, it just changed. It shifted the environment. Like it was so cool. Were they yeah. they performing? Yeah. Okay. It was okay. an African dance group. Gotcha. They came and they danced. But as far as the structure, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know no, no, no. Question. I dig it. I, 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 I'm always curious, like, cause, like you said, I don't, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. So I'm assuming that you were just kind of like, kind of like throwing things against the wall, so to speak, to see what sticks. Yeah. But also kind of like just enjoying the. The the um the 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 freeness of it the yeah. unstructured the unstructured um, uh, unstructured yeah you know what I mean like the 
the fact that uh, sometimes we live in these you know, walls and it yeah. has too much structure. Everything is is in line. Uh, I speak uh, personally from my own personal experience of like trying to do the podcast where it's just kind of like, what what am I trying to do? And then it gets to the mm. point where I'm just like, just let it go. And so I was wondering, like, how that was for you, because when you make a decision to do something like that for the first time, I'm assuming you said it was your first time. Mm -hmm. There's nothing you can go off of as far as experience. There was no blueprint. Yeah, there was none. I was just like, I'm just going to wing it and see what happens. And I failed a couple of times during like what, Um, what do you mean? Just like people who I wanted to be a part of the team. I felt like I needed everybody else to help me get to where I needed to go. And I didn't mm. like I needed I needed me. I needed me to step up into who I was supposed to be so that other women that look like me could step up as well. Okay. So, um, yeah, just thinking that I needed like other people's opinions and validations like, yeah, this is the vision. Martin. And like I wasn't getting that from everybody. A lot of people didn't understand my vision. And then some people who I thought would be a part of the team weren't. I was like, well, you don't believe in me? Is and that, it, is that what the, forgive me, I don't mean to cut you off. No, no. Is that not. what, is that what, what, is that what the case was that they didn't believe in you or was that a misinterpretation of their actions or, um, is that something that you're still kind of dealing with or I don't mean, I'm not trying no, to, to no, fring, I love your, I love your questions. Um, it, I think it was my perspective on, on why they may have left. Um, I don't think all of it was just cause they didn't believe in me. I think, um, it was more of like a personal thing, like. Yeah. This is something that you need to deal with internally, mm. you know? I feel like this whole let me remind her was such a big like spiritual yeah journey for me, but ultimately at the end I felt like I believed in myself so much more than I did when I started. Well, even the name, let me remind her. I think yeah. that's what really caught my attention because it's such a a profound yeah. phrase. Yeah. Like it's it's almost like uh you need to hear this. Uh, and that could be taken different ways, kind of like your older self telling your younger self, let me remind you. Yeah, and her. a strong, too. Yeah. It's a strong statement to say. Like, I just think we're, we're caught up in a society where, like, we're always comparing ourselves to other women or other people. And we kind of, like, forget who we are. We get lost in the sauce. We get caught up in our jobs and our day-to-days. But it's so important to kind of, like, nudge your person. Be like, yo, let me remind you, like, you're not alone. Mm. You got this. Mm. Um, don't give up and it's just like little subtle reminders that we need sometimes to get through so you mentioned that uh, that experience brought um, some perspective in regards to thinking people would be on board and they weren't but on the flip side were you surprised perhaps by the connections that you made by people that you weren't expecting to at all or um yeah I met some very strong women like the panelists um, Fran, for example, yeah. was a part of the panelist and man, her essence and her aura just like, oh, yeah. I want to be like her. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was so I, I made some really strong connections. So, yeah. Well, I, I'm I'm happy to have this conversation because um, it was it was one of the things that caught my attention. And actually, um, I told my wife about it and she was yeah. trying to figure out a way to go, but we had already had plans, but okay. it was something that my wife was like, this uh, is, yeah. And I, and so when you see that, it's like, oh, wow, this is, 
this is definitely important, um, especially for women right now here, because there there doesn't seem to be anything like that. Yeah. And like you said, there's a lot of competition. Yeah, and, there is. And even listening to my wife speak with her friends mm-hmm. and share their stories of like the how ugly it can get, how the the, the divisiveness just yeah. within women. Yeah. So women of color to boot have this like. There's a bravado that you have to have to be as strong as you are, but also mm-hmm. let's not let's not forget like we're in this together. Is that yeah, a, is that, yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I feel like I've just seen a lot of people just like talking about about each other and just ill remorse or like the secret envy, secret jealousy. I'm like, yo, like why can't we just like do it together? Like yeah. why can't we just like form a sisterhood and I can learn from you, you can learn from me, and we keep it pushing. What's the, um, what's the game plan for it? Are you looking to do this again? Or? I do. Yeah. I really, really do. I think the the most challenging part of Let Me Remind Her was like the finances. Because like I have a family and I, I was coming out of pocket for a lot of this stuff. Okay, wow. Yeah, like we were doing fundraisers, but it was just not cutting it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was not cutting it. And um, man, I got to tell you this story. Yeah. So I had no idea how I was going to pay for this whole thing. I knew it was going to cost money. So I was like, all right, let's do fundraisers to get some money. Still didn't have enough money. The bill was coming up to like actually have the event. And we didn't have anything. Like I maybe a couple hundred, but not gotcha. what we needed. Yeah. So the event, the day the event came, um, we actually got two sponsors. The day of the event? The day of the event, we got two sponsors. And I think someone else donated. I was like, hey, this is what we, oh, Fran, Fran's business, not Fran's business, but the com- organization that she's in. Um, they decided that they wanted to help us That's like phenomenal. last minute. Yeah. So you had that, I mean, what was that like? Not, you're trying to do something you want to do, the finances aren't there. Yeah. I'm assuming you woke up that morning not having what you needed. I was like, how the yeah. hell? <laughs> all I had was my faith, man. Yeah. That's all I had. I was like, God, like I have a really, I have a relationship with God, and I was just like, I don't know, how I'm gonna pay for this, but I feel like you wanted me to do this, so I think you're gonna work it out. There you go. And that was it, and it and it worked out. When they say put it in God's hands, it's that's an example of that. Where it's like you got to just let go and let yeah, God. Yeah, you have that, to. Yeah, and I've learned um, through my life how important that is. But you genuinely have to have like this. I've done all I can do. This is yeah, you now, yeah. and I believe. That something's going to work out. Yeah. And even if it's a little bit. Like, yeah. I got a little bit. Of, I don't know if it's going to work out, but I, I'm pretty sure it will. Like, I think so. And that's enough for God. There you go. So. You're, yeah. you're, um, okay. So let's, let's, let's switch gears here because, um, obviously the music you had alluded to getting back into the studio or, or this miss, makes you miss the studio, it putting does, the headphones on. Yeah. So, the. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to interrupt you, <laughs> no, but but uh, talk to me. I mean, I I obviously I'm getting to to know you now. We just met, yeah. Um, and I listened to your music. Um, I've I've listened to it before, but diving through your music even more, preparing yeah. for this interview, you're not just like somebody that likes to sing. You can like sang, like you ah, can do your thing. Thank you. So the you alluded to family, and that mm-hmm. kind of comes into play with. Talk to me about that. Where's yeah. the music at right now in your life, and, and how's that going? I wish I was in the studio a lot more. Yeah? Yeah, I miss I miss singing. Um, 
I just feel like I put it on the back burner so that I could take care of my family and like I don't know I I feel like I want to just expand who I am a little bit more and people know me as a singer I'm like I'm more than just a singer though like I'm trying to there's my business like I'm there's so much more to me than than singing so I just kind of want to like dabble in other things but I definitely wanted to get back in the studio and create a song or two. I don't know. You trying to hop on the track, Felix? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I'll do it, but I'll tell you what. You about to pull me out of retirement. It's been a good eight years for me. But no, nah, I, 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 um, when I listen to your music, I get like Jill Scott, Erica Badu vibes. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I get that it, a lot. You know? Yeah, and yeah. it's like R&B soul. Oh, yeah, but just that real beautiful, like, earth shit it was just mm. so like and i was like damn i'm never i'm never surprised but i i still am if that makes any sense i'm not surprised but i am on like the talent here in lancaster y'all don't get me started yeah, it's like, ridiculous i mean i know yourself your husband yeah um and i'm i reached out to him you'll be on the podcast later yeah, this, he's looking this year forward to it. Yeah. um but it's just like the 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 movement in this city, and this goes back to my comment that I made earlier about how things are different now than when I was mm-hmm. 20. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just such a vibe. Yeah. And so do you do you recognize that you're a part of that? And maybe that could help you find that, you know what I mean? Yeah, that, find my, my because, way. Yeah, I can't imagine that. Like not singing at all. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I think people would, would, would want would want to hear more music from you. Yeah, I think so too. I I know someone recently um hit me up and he's more of a photographer, but he's getting into music. And he was like, Yo, like your your music helps me, like it inspires me. And I was like, Oh, me, little old me. What do you mean? <laughs> Is it easy for you to t- to get and hear compliments? Um, they're always appreciated and always like they always feel fresh every time. Yeah. I always have a hard time. Like I, I'm grateful. Yeah. But I'm always kind of like it's you know it's not. Yeah. You we, know what I mean? Like why I do we do that? Like why I don't do we, know. It's like self sabotaging. It in a is self sabotaging. We like water it down. Yeah, but it's it for what? It's it's <laughs> like it's like I I I I know it, and I hear you, and I'm grateful, but it's just like. I'm always every time. Yeah. yeah, but you know, you got to give it up to such and such, or or really, no, this ain't we me. can't do that. No and more. it's so yeah, we but it's do. it's so I can think it's just conditioned in me to do it that way. But yeah, but I, I bring that up because hearing compliments is is a reminder that you're doing something important. If mm-hmm. somebody feels the need, yeah, to go out of their way and say, yo. Like yeah. I like because if they didn't like it, they wouldn't be saying it at all. Yeah. So um, I I know I'm a fan from what I'm hearing. Thank um, you. The, and I can relate to having a passion, loving it, but life has yeah. its way of taking over, and sometimes you have to pivot. Yeah, and sometimes I know a lot of the things that I write are more like um, encouraging notes, encouraging messages for you to keep going in life. And sometimes I don't got a message. Like sometimes I don't really have anything to say. Or like if I try to write something, um, um, it just feels like it's missing something or it feels forced. Mm. So I'm like, mm, it's not time. No, I dig it. You know, like it's, it's a season. So I think I'll be back again. Just there you gotta, go. I believe you know, it. A season. That, do you have a do you have a, a preferred season that you like to be? 
working in creatively? Like mine's the fall. Yeah, it's probably when it's colder. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know, the candles and cozy yeah, with the blanket. Yeah. You're just journaling. I don't know. How yeah. long have you been singing? Oh, I've been singing my whole life. I yeah. grew up in church. I grew up Pentecostal. Okay. Um, so like we had to sing in church every yeah. Sunday. Like my mom would be like, get up on stage. <laughs> <laughs> you and your sister go out there. <laughs> I remember one time I was um at church and it was like one of the first times I was singing on stage and I kept like doing this weird thing with my foot. Like, I don't know what I was doing. I guess I was nervous. And my mom was in the pew like, stop. What are you doing? Stop. And I was like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can still see your mom. Yeah, like, yeah, no, but I grew up in the church, Pentecostal, always singing in the church, worship team. Um, when I went to school, I did the uh, choir for a little bit. And yeah, singing and music was just always a part of my life. So, are we about to get into our Jolly Ranchers? I'm about to, I'm about to do this. For those that don't know, Shug got, got a whole bag of Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> It's the first time I was ever offered candy by no. a guest. Yeah. And I went digging in there like a five-year-old. Yeah, he got like six pieces, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I said, hold up. Wait a second. What flavor is this, by the way? This is cherry. Okay. What's your favorite um flavor for a Jolly Rancher? I'll be honest. that I just saw green. and that A green apple is a good one. Why not the blue raspberry? Blue raspberry is good, but... <clears throat> For some reason, when it comes to Jolly Ranchers, I've never been impressed with the blue. Okay. Like, for some reason, for Jolly Ranchers. But see, I come, like, I. this is how old I am. You're not even old. I'm 44 years old. You're I'm not old. old. I'm an old head. <laughs> you but we not would old. put, in college, the one year I went, we put Jolly Ranchers in, in, um, in, uh, Oh man, I forgot the name of the of the. Uh, it looks drink? like it looks like Sprite, but it's a uh, it's an old damn. I, can't, I just had it in my head anyway. Uh, we would put Jolly Ranchers in it, uh-huh. but it would change the color, but it would give it flavors. Um, it'll come to me later on. Okay, I was like, I, yeah, because I don't know. It was an old like uh like old liquor from back in the day, mm-hmm. but it looked like Sprite. It mm-hmm. was really like. You get clowned now, if you, you know what I mean. Like it was old, like, like what the hell are you drinking? Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I would I would put our uh, Jolly Ranchers in there. Um, yeah, but when it comes to candy, I'm more like a dessert sweet. Me too. Like, what's your favorite kind of dessert? Um, so I like uh, pumpkin pie is my all time. Okay. But that's that's a seasonal thing, right? Yeah. So, um, right now. Probably for a very long time, you can go to the grocery store and get it. But it's like, uh, it's like shortcake, but it's like got the strawberry, okay. and the whipped cream, that type of. Okay. And it's like my father-in-law and I, like mm-hmm. when my wife will bring it home, we already know, like <laughs> we're probably going to get about eighty-five percent of this, and the family gets the rest. Yeah. It's just so damn good. Yeah. But like, I like you know. At night, we're watching a movie. I get the little ice cream mm. in a cup. It's yeah. bad. I'm like Tony Soprano sitting there with my ice cream. <laughs> so when you when you mentioned that you like the sweets, oh, I love I was it. Like, yeah, my whole family gummy worms is my favorite candy. I love gummy oh. worms. When I am in the studio, I got snacks and I got candy. Like anywhere I got, I got candy all the time. You so is that something that when you were in the studio, you got your sweet? That that's like your um. Your yeah. thing there, you need that. Candles, so. yeah, I usually have a candle and um, candy. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect for me. 
talk to me about um, your relationship with your husband, yes. a creative as well, mm-hmm. uh, and the music that you made. Is, yeah, he's is, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I can't disagree or agree. That's it is what it is. Um, but what I love about the relationship between you and I, obviously. I don't know you both that well, but from what I'm seeing, mm-hmm. it's not like y'all are just like people that like to make music and you're together. Like your guys are together and you make good music. So uh, do you guys Thank ever you. like talk about music? Oh, to yeah. Get, yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. Um, uh, Laddie's always on the phone with his producer, his engineer. Literally him and A-Rose are always on the phone. Um, I'm sorry. No. Don't Can't worry talk about that, it. Jolly Rancher. Um, <laughs> always on the phone, coming out with ideas. This song, this sample. Yo, baby, check this sample out. What you think? I'm listening to music all the time. Things he got coming up, or or he'll ask me, "Yo, what are you doing? Like, what's up with the music?" I remember um, when we went on an anniversary day. He said, um, "So you do you still want to be a musician?" Okay, so he's yeah. he's all he's on you. Oh yeah. Is this something you really want to do? Like, is this just a hobby for you? And I looked at him and I was like, that's a good question. Like, we really challenge each other, like, musically or, like, just to get each other to think. But, yeah, he's always hearing something about me and I'm always hearing something about him. More of him, though. He is just, like, after he finishes the album, Felix, he's, like, on to the next. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm like, I I can't do that. Yeah, well, one of the dope things that I, the first time I ever heard a conversation with you and Laddie was actually on ear po- um ear um ear space ear podcast. Space. Oh yeah. Shout out to Byron. Byron, I love you. Um <laughs> and so I, I I I immediately was so like this is dope because it was like yo we you brought your child with you. Yeah, we did. did. Not? Like, yeah, we had Sela. Yeah. yeah, and so it was kind of like this is real. Like yeah. you know, we this is what we have to do. Um and so I appreciated that. And so the vibe that y'all have, um, I follow you guys on socials, but you're very private. Is that fair to say? Like, I don't see oh, a lot. Yeah. yeah. The, can, can, the reason why I'm bringing that up is because you, you being creative mm-hmm. in today's day and age uh, and having social media, it's almost like you have to, you share your creativity mm-hmm. one way or another. Yeah. But to be both creatives, you and Laddie, you, you still manage to keep that, that the, the marriage and the, and the family life private that's something that you both work on yeah yeah i think we decided it to be that way um through trial and error (laughs) to be honest um the more open we are the more drama i feel like so we decided let's just keep it quiet and honestly when you keep something so sacred private i feel like you honor it a little bit more and you protect it a lot more so i know in the beginning i was like why don't you show me off like i mean that's that's a lot of women but my wife said the same thing i'm like i would have been shown off honey and i and i and i agree with her and i'm like i'm not showing you all i'm not not i just yeah this is just something like you know but i dig it yeah but i feel like we keep it private to protect our relationship um yeah no that's it. I think I think what I'm trying to get at too, by while the, and and forgive me if I'm like asking questions that are there. No, it's not. I, I love it. I just love like um, you know, when you see couples, when you see couples, uh-huh. and you're like, yo, they got it, or it's like a vibe, it's a connection. Yeah. You don't really see it a lot, and so when you see it, I think like it's good to like kind of like give people their flowers in a way, like yeah, congratulations, because 
I'm on. This is my second marriage with my wife, mm -hmm. and she's like my best friend, and so I know that vibe. Yeah. And I guess what I love to do is like when I see that, I'd like to just kind of like like showcase it a little bit because yeah. you don't get to talk about things like that. Usually it's the opposite. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's the gossip, it's the bullshit in Spanish yeah. we call it pochinche. pochinche. You know, it's like yeah, it's like and it's like you know I love talking about real love and me too yeah i think I that's what y'all have and it's you. not perfect i know i know oh that my gosh, i don't yeah. think anybody who has a genuine phenomenal relationship marriage mm -hmm. um can't say that it's perfect all the time it, yeah. it would be a lie yeah we actually just started marriage counseling um got you man we only just had our first session and it like blew us away we're like oh shit we don't know each other as much as we think we do mm. like there's a lot to learn yeah there's a lot to unlearn um me and him don't have examples of of healthy marriages in our in either of our families so we're kind of like figuring it out as we go and loving each other through um i could say this is my first healthy relationship yeah and i'm 29 turning 30 next year and um Man, I'm I'm learning so much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm messing up a lot. <laughs> but that's cool that you just said yeah, that. I'm messing up a lot, man. And I think the beautiful part about love is being able to see them at the worst and say, I still choose you, though. Yeah. I'll still love you through, though. Yeah. And it, it makes me emotional because, like, I've never experienced that before. And hopefully, same with him. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we, we love each other through the good and the bad. And on the flip side, it's like, you're okay letting somebody see you at your worst. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like I never showing had the ugly parts. Yeah. Like, man, when he's able to say things to me like, yo, you really got to work on this. And I'm like, no, I, like, I'm good. Honey, I'm good. <laughs> I don't know what you're yeah, talking about. I'm, yeah, I don't Do you see know it. who I am? Yeah, I don't see it, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing it. Um, but no, like, he really, we help each other look Look in the mirror. Mm. Um, we're each other's mirror. There you go. I we love do, it. Yeah. We help each other grow. I water him. He waters me. That's dope. When did yeah. you and, or how did you and Laddie meet? So we met, you know, when Worldwide Wednesday? I know of him. Yeah. Yeah. He's um, actually my daughter's godfather. And uh, he had a show called The Ripple Effect in 2018 or 19. Okay. And I was performing for the first time and he was there performing. And we met and it was like this. It was like a movie. Like he was coming in the door and I was leaving and we were staring at each other and I was all googly eyed. <laughs> okay, so it was like that from the very beginning. Yeah, and um he was like, Are you okay? <laughs> and I was How like, do you feel when he said that? I was like, I don't know if I was starstruck because I knew who he was and I listened to his music, so I felt like a fan. Okay, I got you. But also, but like he also had this energy with him that I was just like Yo, you make me feel safe, and I've never really like talked to you that much. Mm. So it was it was an automatic connection. So yeah, that's where we met, performing, doing music. Yeah, I think it's cool though, and, yeah. and the dope thing is, and I like I like asking questions like that. It's been a while since I've talked to to somebody about their relationship, but I always like bringing that up yeah. in conversation because um, typically what we do in our life. Um, if we're blessed enough to have a significant other that's there, mm -hmm. they're a big part of the reason why we're able to do what we're doing. So like for me, mm. I it would be I would be lying if I said this podcast is difficult, but I'm able to do it 
and I'm doing it. I'm doing it, but my wife mm. is putting me in a position by mm. taking care of so much and being supportive. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah. the reason why I bring it up is because I would think that, again, going back to both of you in the music realm mm -hmm. are supporting each other and putting each other in positions to succeed. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, today, even. Baby, make sure you look presentable. I know, honey. <laughs> I know. Um, but no, I'm I'm very, very blessed and honored to have him in my life. I really am. Okay. This is yeah. a very, very uh uh I'm I'm grateful right now and I'm I'm um I have a vision of the what I'm trying to do. Yeah. And then I have these interviews and I'm like, this is where I like you know what I mean? <laughs> no, I love talking about love and relationships and stuff. That's Word. Amazing. But I think it's important. I think it's important. Um you're right. Uh I have in my life I didn't really have many examples of how it was supposed to be done. And mm -hmm. that's not a fault to yeah. anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think maturity, true maturity is when you get to a point where you're like, my parents did the best they could with what they had. Mm, and, absolutely. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and they got divorced and it, it was what it was. But they did the best with the tools that they had at that time. Mm. And so I'm just trying to learn from their mistakes but I'm also making mistakes. Yeah. And then I know, I hope my children then learn from mine mm -hmm. and build on it. And I think that's just that's just life. Like that's yeah. where you want. You want you want to just be in a in a place where you're at peace um and, and uh, with understanding, but also being like there's things that I saw that I didn't like and I want to yeah. change. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I grew up um it was just my mom. She adopted eight kids. Whoa! Hey, eight of us. I yeah. was not expecting that. Okay, that's yeah. that's first of all, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Adopting eight children. She adopted eight of us. Yeah. Um, we all have our own sad stories about why we were adopted, and um, I've seen her do it on on her own. Yeah. And that actually, it was beautiful because it made me strong because my mom's so independent, but it also made me hyper independent because I felt like I don't need a man. Because okay. my mama didn't have a man next to her. She did it all. She was the husband and the wife. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, on Father's Day, happy Father's Day, mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it sh I got hyper-independent as well. That also blocked me from allowing him to love me. Because I was just like, I got this. I can do it. And he's you talk like, about Laddie? Yeah. You put up uh, the hyper yeah, hyper independence. Like, gotcha. I don't want you doing anything for me because I can do it myself. Yeah, and it, and it took me a while for for him to teach me. Like, it's not that I don't think you can do it. I know you can do it. Yeah, but I'm here to help you. So yeah, seeing that from my mom, like she's so strong. But it reminds me of um, when Ian first came around. Um, I had to carry all the groceries by myself. It was me and my daughter. And the first time he carried the grocery bags up for me, I cried. I was like, what are you doing? Like, I got it. He's like, no, like, just sit down and relax. Mm. And it was the first time where I felt feminine, mm. where I could just sit down and relax. You want a drink? Sit down and watch TV. I'll, I'll put the groceries away. And it, it, it changed me. I got to be more in my feminine. I got to relax. I got to sit. I got to allow someone else to do it for me yeah and it's amazing it's almost like the um and obviously i, I don't want to speak for you i don't I want to speak for a, a woman but i can understand as a man the the conditioned mind mm -hmm. that we grow up 
seeing and dealing with you have a way of interacting in this world and then mm -hmm. somebody presents chivalry yeah which is kind of like <laughs> you can kind of get clowned for being oh, chival oh yeah and it's like no nah, like when i met my wife i was a gentleman i still i still open the door for my wife to get mm -hmm. in the grass is our thing but i when you mentioned so that 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 thank you that what are you doing i got it when you mentioned that mm -hmm. i got that response from her Mm. And she grew up with a very strong mom and, yeah. and, and father, but she grew up with this understanding that I wasn't going to rely on a man, mm. which is dope. Yeah. But she was also then we both were put in a position where I was able to to give her something that she didn't have, mm. that she didn't realize she needed. Mm. But then I got that same thing from her. You know, what I mean, yeah. it's a conditioned our conditioned mind. Like yeah. you said, I I. I watched my mom do this on her own, then then they can be done. Yeah. And yeah. and so this is this is a pretty dope segue because something that I've wanted to do, um, if you I don't know if you watched any of the other episodes that I've done. I have, yeah. But when I get to the end, I'm I'm usually like, let's talk about what your plan is. <laughs> but what I wanted to do different is I wanted to present a question. Okay. And so this is a little early, but I want to throw it in now because we're we're already here. Like I, I'm the I way you, the way you segued into it, I want to take it. Um, but let let's talk about the the relationship uh, between a, a man and a woman, and and how can a man and, and speak? And I'm asking you for a woman's point of view because everything that you that you've done. Uh, let me remind her that the messages through your music, mm -hmm. just our conversation just now, is empowering women. How can men? Mm -hmm. better um aid in that without feeling like they're not able to be mm. a man does that make any sense sometimes a man will feel like i i got you yeah mm. and so in today's world it's something that i've noticed and i'm, I'm i really try to hang my hat on being open-minded yeah and inclusive 1000 percent. i want to be in, i want everybody in, involved everybody yeah. but there's also i, I kind of want to sometimes be like but there's there's things that i feel like as a man this mm. is my responsibility mm -hmm. and is it, 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 where can a man fit into that in a woman in a woman's life that's strong hmm <sighs> hmm it's a tough question. Yeah. It's a loaded question. It is, but I have such simple answers. Um, I would say just show up. Mm. Um, sometimes it's just sitting there listening. Yeah. Sometimes it's just being present and not saying anything. Um, I think a man's presence is mostly dominant, and I think that's powerful. And speaks for itself. Um, how else? Hmm. That's such a good question. Being present, showing up. But I do like that answer. Yeah, I don't know what else. Um, be uh, sometimes you don't have to find the right thing to say. Is what I'm yeah. learning. Yeah, you don't. Sometimes I'm trying to fix it. Oh my gosh, I, is it like a man thing? Always want to fix. I Ian's I, the same way. Laddie, I think, sorry. Yeah, no, I th I think it's I think it is. I yeah. think it's an innate like. Um, with my wife, 
I think it's hard. Every man's different, but I think speaking for myself, it's really difficult for me to see a woman in my family cry. My wife, my mother, mm. my, my daughters. Yeah. And when they're crying, and I'm not talking about like crying like, yo, you need to get over it. I'm talking like, <laughs> you're really hurt. Yeah. You're hurt. And I instinctively now want to protect. Mm. And so there's times where I've learned now that I need to let my wife cry. And I need to yeah. just be right there and just listen, be present. Yeah. yeah, and not not be like try to offer suggestions or. And sometimes I can understand where my mind goes when I'm trying to do that, but yeah, just being present. Yeah, I think a lot of times, because I mean, I can relate completely. Laddie always wants to like fix things if I'm feeling a type of way. I'm just like, I don't need you to fix anything. I just want you to be. Here. Let me cry on your shoulder. That's mm. it. Um, just hold me, you know, comfort me. Um, put on the TV for me while I, I don't care while I cry yeah. but sometimes you don't gotta say anything or fix anything it's just your presence alone is so so important yeah so I appreciate I appreciate that I feel like these are conversations um, that aren't they're, people don't I don't think are I don't think people are having these conversations enough yeah I agree yeah you know relationships uh, especially when you want to really get down to people of color and mm -hmm. men and women of color that have these um, preconceived notions of what the responsibility is. Again, yeah. this goes back to like, I still feel like this is my responsibility, but I'm also understanding that I'm human mm -hmm. and that I need to let some of that baggage down. Yeah. And when you have that right person in your life, that vulnerability is a little easier. Like yeah. you said, it's it's it feels good to be able to let somebody see you like all of that because that's it's hard. hard. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so hard. I think um, uh, I what am I about to say? I've had to do more inner work since being in a relationship than by myself mm. because. I feel like when you're with your person, they do. It's like this thing where like you have you have to see yourself because now they're pointing out more things about you. You know, I don't know. It's like this. Like, I was that always was that easy for you? Even when you were single, being able to look at your flaws. Did anybody ever bring up to you something along those lines before Laddie? No. Okay. I'm, I mean, maybe I'm talking about like friends, family. Yeah, like, were you ever yeah. confronted like that? Uh, it's just different with with your lover. Yeah, no, I hear you. <laughs> it's different with your lover. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I've had like mentors and people tell me certain things about myself that I need to fix. But I don't know. I feel like they're just deeper. Mm. I mean, the wound gets for me personally. I feel like I've had to dig deeper into my wounds in order to love myself better, mm. and in order to love the person that's trying to love me. Yeah. So it's a lot of work. There's yeah. a lot of inner work to do. Well, I, I think that also, uh, like, I'll couple that with if you genuinely want to give the person in your life everything, you yeah. really need to be in a good place. Oh, yeah. And so that means then you need to do work good on yourself work. first. Oh, and yeah. that that's any relationship. I can't be a good father mm. if I don't take care of myself. Oh, I can't yeah. be a good husband if I don't take care of myself. Yeah. And that goes back again to the conditioning. Like, Cause there's times where men and women mm -hmm. will neglect themselves in certain mm. aspects to provide. Mm. And um, so like, I appreciate you saying that, like, yeah. because 
I think things like let me remind her for women, I would think is a perfect opportunity to be like, let's refocus our attention on what we let go, Mm. which was noble because it wasn't like you just let yourself go because whatever you, (laughs) you know, life happens. Yeah. But sometimes we need to recenter ourselves, fix the crown, so to speak. Let's Absolutely. get back. You know what I mean? And so yeah. I, I think it, uh, you I really, said it perfect. I, and you I said it that, perfect. that happened on its own. I didn't plan that. <laughs> I think that was dope. Nah, I love, I love that. Let me reminder is not that it's easy for you to explain what it is, but like that you got it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I shouldn't have to keep repeating it. Like the vision should be a little bit, yeah. should be clear. Like it's it's empowering. I want you to be good. Yeah. I well, I, I I I feel like I feel like what you're doing I is. I love that you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. No. And 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 I'm glad that we're talking about it because I yeah. never like to assume. But it's definitely the energy that I was getting was like, mm-hmm. this is dope. Now, how many children do you have? Forgive me. I have two. Okay, you have two. Yeah. A, 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 one both of each. Girls. Okay, both yeah. girls. Seven okay. and two. I know. Okay, that's wonderful. All girls. Do you have all girls too? I have three girls and one boy. Oh, my daughter boy. will be, my eldest will be 21. And I have a soon to be 17 year old boy. Oh my gosh. And then a soon to be five year old girl and a two year old girl. Yeah. yeah, we got two-year-olds. They wild, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's got all the <laughs> sass. They both do, but Yo, that two-year-old of mine. My two-year-old is crazy. She's yeah. jumping on, on the bed. I mean, on the couch where I left. Like, girl, <laughs> get your ass in bed. <laughs> you ever get to the point where you're like, um, we, we this happens to us a lot, my wife and I, Alexandra, where we're trying to correct or mm-hmm. discipline or yeah. redirect. And there's just something where I'm like, yo, I can't let her see me laugh. I can't let this girl see. Oh, when she me. gets in trouble. Yeah, or oh. her response to things, oh, where yeah, it's just yeah. like, "You're right," but I can't let you see me. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. ever have those experiences? Oh, yeah, a- you gotta turn away. <laughs> turn away, laugh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it's dope that um, that when you have experiences like that, it's just like, "All right, you're a pain in my ass right now," mm-hmm. uh, in a loving way. If you understand what I mean. Yeah, I get you. And oh man, what was I gonna say? And something that. Daddy always tells me, I'm like, Sophia, she's my oldest. She's seven. She is, she is me through and through. And she's like, so she's not patient at all. And I'm like, Sophia, can you just please be patient? And he looked at me like, you're not patient. (laughs) 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 But yeah, it's so crazy when you get to see, see a part of yourself in your kid. Yeah. 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 I think it's dope. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I, I, I hope, uh, I hope you um, see what you're doing. I hope I was able to give you a perspective from maybe an outside an outside view. Like I, I hope that let me remind her. Yeah. To, uh, it continues. Yeah. I, I would hope love it's to more do of a, Yeah. And, and the music. I hope it. Thank um, you. Yeah. Only because like like I said, I think it's important to hear that. I think um, in the small window that I have, I see that there's way more potential than than maybe what you're aware of and the involvement um that i'm hearing uh with you mm-hmm. your husband laddie i think there's so much more yeah. dope things going on there that you know sometimes <laughs> i like to say you're when you're too close to the to the if you're too close to things you can't see the trees from the forest oh yeah and sometimes sure. you gotta take a step back and be like yo i'm and so like thank you so much for for helping me open this season Ooh. 
Um, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm so excited for oh, you. Thank you. This is amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank I, you. I can't believe we're finished talking already. I'm like just getting started. <laughs> oh no, we don't have to stop. I, 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 I like. Uh, I don't have a game plan. I think this goes to like what you were talking about with the. Let me remind her. Like I don't really have a structure with my with my interviews. Yeah. When I first started, I was like I had notes. For real. And I would write notes. Yeah. yeah. And then I would bring my notes with me, but I would never look at them while I was interviewing. Yeah. It was just a candid conversation. Yeah, I feel like when you flow too, it sounds and looks more genuine and authentic. Too yeah, when you're just flowing. Yeah, and I like yeah. just kind of bouncing off of things. And, yeah. And uh, what 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 do you like doing besides? I, I know music is there, and even though you're not actively recording, I, and yeah. I'm, but is there anything else that you enjoy doing with your time? Any hobbies or? Um, reading. I enjoy reading. I wish I read more. Okay. But, yeah, me too. Right. Um, I really want to get into like I love psychological thrillers. That's so cool. Oh my gosh. Um, so reading would be a hobby of mine. Um, you ever think else? about writing? You ever think about writing a book or something? I don't know. I ain't writing no book. <laughs> no. I don't write. I journal a lot, but I'm not writing a book. <laughs> yeah. I have this idea to write. Yeah. Uh, I, I, like a lot. What are your hobbies? So outside of this, it, it, it it's this, but I also have like um, so I like to um write stories, read stories, and write Ooh. stories. But I haven't actively done it, but it's been mm -hmm. a while. So I have this currently. I, I have this idea for a a screenplay that I'm writing. This is probably the first time I'm talking about this on the what? podcast. Yeah. So my father passed away um in December unexpectedly and it brought thank you and it brought a lot of like experiences that my sisters and I yeah. were dealing with and so um the dope thing that with music for me is when I listen to music I'll hear or see a scene in a movie um mm. I listen to a lot of instrumental lo-fi type shit and it's always like oh, I love that Yeah so I'm in the process of like really documenting what we've gone through and presenting it either in a book or in a screenplay mm. um, where it's almost like it's one of those like I want to write a screenplay and I want to pitch it, but I'm the one that wants to direct it. And well, I'm an actress, though. Yeah, you know, there there yeah. you go. Right? <laughs> it's, that's what I like to do is like create like stories so awesome. and like ideas. Yeah. So sorry, now I have questions. No, I'm go so for intrigued. it. This is different. So I like the, it. So what's the screenplay that you're writing? Can I ask you what's a, what is it about? Yeah, sure. It's a it's about it's a hmm. I want to talk about this now. You don't have it's to about do it's about it's about what we experienced when my father when passed. When your away. father passed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And there's a lot of like when when I brought out the music. The reason why I brought that up is because when I hear certain music, I'm like immediately I'm seeing it like in a cinematic pre presented cinematically for me. Mm -hmm. And so that I'm, 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 and I will tell my sister, I'm like, you know, this is, this is what I want to do. I want to do this, that, and the third, I got this song. Yeah. If I ever get to make this, I'm the, I pick the music. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like one of those, like um, Chaz Palminteria or Sylvester Stallone stories yeah. you hear when like, like they wrote, like Sylvester Stallone wrote Rocky, yeah. but he wouldn't sell it unless he was going to be in it. Sure. Yeah, I didn't know that. yeah, and you should look it up. Chaz Palminteri wrote Bronx Tales, a uh -huh. one-man play, and 
wouldn't sell it unless uh, it was unless he was going to be in it as as a character. So uh, it's one of those things where like, I don't want to be it. in it, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I do want my hands are the ones uh, that yeah. dictate it. I get that. And so I think it's just something passionate in me. Um, it's kind of I like there's a story you. that needs to be told, mm. and and I and I and and you need to. I do got it. a chip on yeah. my shoulder. Yeah, it's one of those things. So. I haven't started it yet. My goal for the off season was to start it and I never did, but I have like so many ideas. But the story aside, mm-hmm. that's always been me. Mm-hmm. Is like I, I was like, oh, uh, this song right here would go great in this scene. Ba, 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 ba. My mm-hmm. wife and I, my wife tells me we need to write we should write a story about how our story about how my wife and I met because it's just yeah. such a great story. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And when I hear certain songs, I'm like, this will go great in this scene. This scene, I this love scene. That. yeah. And it's almost like I need to stop be, uh, being so romantically involved with these songs, for these <laughs> scenes, because I, you know, once you get into Hollywood and the, the business is like, nah, that you know, yeah. this artist won't let it happen. Yeah, but. I don't That's know. It's so just, I love cool. doing that. Yeah. You know what I love about ideas is like a lot of people get like stop at the idea. Yeah. Like they feel like they can't do more. Or they don't know how to move on to the next, you know, the next step from the idea. But I always tell people who have ideas like go for it, figure out what's next. Not that I don't think you won't. No, I no, think no. you definitely will. But I know a lot of people who like to stop at their idea. Well, I think it's fear. Oh, yeah. You know, like I talk about this with other people too. Like, I worked at uh, FedEx for thir- er, uh, 11 years mm-hmm. and I was so miserable, but I was scared to leave because I I had the health insurance for my children. And even though I was miserable and I was working horrible hours, I yeah. was making good money and I was just conditioned to be like, you, you, if you leave, you ain't going to make this money elsewhere. And right. like, you just, it's just going to be hard. Yeah. So the podcast came up and I was just like, it was the first time I was like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it. And then Uh shortly after that, I I got a new job somewhere else. I took a big pay cut. Yeah. But my wife and I were like, we can make it work. Mm -hmm. Because the bigger picture for me is like um, family, family time, but like quality of life, Mm -hmm. like and and trying to put myself in a position and us in a position to have more of that. More quality time. But tagging into what you were saying was like people are, I think, are just scared to like make that jump. Like just don't have expectations just do it and see what comes exactly yeah. just fall yeah just fall and, <laughs> and kind of trust fun. life yeah trust that it's going it means well for you i think too like that comes with uh, time and and the seasons i think we're uh taught at a young age to expect these things in our 20s mm. and 30s and i think like uh, like you mentioned you're you're about to reach uh, 30 years of age and i yeah. think that's a prime that's a very young time for, what's happening your, yeah. I don't know what's going on. but the fact that you are <laughs> in in the mindset that you are like i'm 44 years old when i was 29 yeah. turning 30 i was nowhere mm-hmm. thinking along the lines of like what you are what your husband are and so oh, yeah. it, it, it goes back to what i was saying about the vibe with this generation right now which is like and i, I know i'm not that much older but i'm old enough to be like i see a difference from what yeah. i was a kid and i think it's just dope and i think this generation i think we try to do too much too like i think we try to put a lot on our plate and it's like mm, just, why do you think that is do you think why do you think that is? i think because of what we see on the internet mm. 
like if you go on TikTok, oh, they got a house at yeah. 27. Yeah. You're like, oh shit, I'm 30. I don't got a house yet. Like, yeah. let me. Or they have a great job or whatever. So it, it kind of puts this pressure on you to like get it done. And you're like, get what done? Yeah. Like I should just go at my own pace. I was, let's see, I'm 44 now. So I was in my late 30s when we moved here. It was the first time I ever moved into a home. Can't wait to get a house. Yeah, it's so you know, amazing. It's, don't, don't, don't stress that. I think mm. it'll come when it comes. I was... I was stressing it, but now I look back and I'm like, nah, it was like, it happened when it was supposed to happen, but I was mm. okay where I was. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's, I feel like that's the key. You have to kind of like be grateful for where you're at. Yeah. For you to get to where you need to be. And that, like, I, let me, the place that I'm in right now, my apartment, I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. I don't like it. But I'm often reminded, like, you gotta be grateful. Yeah. Like, be grateful for what you have you could be living back at your mother-in-law's mm-hmm. you know what i mean but yeah are I can't you looking, wait for the house are you looking are you looking for a home or is that like oh, something no. not active because i was about right now it's probably brutal oh no no we are focused on our wedding that's like Ooh. oh wait a minute okay that's, yeah, that's why I, i'm like i i can't do let me remind I thought her y'all were I'm, married forgive me so this no is it's dope. okay no it's okay um now we're planning our wedding so so yeah. like are you able to like give any you want the details i want the tea i want the tea <laughs> uh, okay so uh we're gonna do like a little small courthouse wedding nice just soon yes. like probably within the next couple months but next year we'll have like you know the big wedding we don't want to spend lots of money but um i want to do it one time one time right so. I, I and i love that i do yeah i do i think um i think everything you just said is perfect yeah, I just want to take my time. And yeah, but and, yeah, and, and yeah, and and you know what? Like you are, it, it, you wanted that to be that one time. Like yeah. this is my second marriage, but yeah. we both feel like it was. This is our one time. Yeah, we actually had a surprise wedding. Everybody thought did they you? were coming to our. They thought they were coming How to our. How did you pull that off? I'm gonna give that to Alexandra. She For really, real? she brought it up. Ahead, she's such a boss. Yeah, like, she like planned it and everything and. But what what she brought up once is she was like, you know, we should um we should do a surprise wedding. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah, I never heard of that. Well, she was like, you know, yeah, we'll just um like we'll plan an engagement party cuz we were already engaged. Yeah. And she was like, we'll plan an, an engagement party to make it the engagement official and oh. then when everybody's there, we're just going to be like, guess what? And like she like I I promise you it happened like perfectly the way oh my yeah gosh. and we had it at um i can't think of the name of the it's like a golf um club in Millow street somewhere mm-hmm. and uh super mo- it was so super nice beautiful. yeah and, and everybody came Wifey gave an idea Hold Yo, up. But we, nobody <laughs> knew my kids didn't know yeah nobody knew the vendors didn't know until they showed up the only people what? that knew were the photographers. Okay. Okay. They were the only ones that were hip from the very beginning. But, mm-hmm. you know, we have a family member uh, that did the music as a DJ. When he showed up, I was like, guess what? And he was, you know, a DJ got this, the music yeah, ready. He, he was got... like, yo, you're killing me. I was like, check it out. Like, this is some of the music <laughs> I already got on the flash drive. Yeah. Um, uh, the desserts. The, the late, uh, her cousin brought the cake. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like. She had a wedding dress made um, oh by her by her uncle or her um, cousin's husband, uh-huh. but he was under the impression that she was getting this dress made so early for pictures. Oh, and here, yeah. So we just were 
talking and, and next thing you know uh, you know we just said like surprise it's you know go sit down over here were they like ah yeah like, first like, of all they crazy. were like they were like all like caught off guard and whatnot uh-huh. yeah. so the reason why i bring that up is because <laughs> we didn't have anybody like it was just her and i so yeah. we didn't have like you get like family involved and what, what you should do and how you should do it and i feel mm-hmm. like if you want that like that intimate this is how i wanted to do it just us yeah i, I like i like that i do yeah that's and, what and we want to do i can respect that yeah let's do it private yeah have our closest friends and family that's all we need good for you yeah this is dope <sighs> i wanted to tell you something though yeah. about let me remind her and it's kind of about like i know i'm switching the subject no. here Go for it. But um, a lot of people don't know. A week before, let me remind her, I got into a car accident, and I had a concussion and a whiplash. Whoa. And let me tell you how sp- it was just so significant because I felt like I was putting out so much of myself, and I wasn't, I was like, oh, I'm draining myself. Like, I, like help me. <laughs> like, what's going to come of this? What's the impact that's going to happen? In a sense, it might sound bad. I'm like, but where's my, like, I'm putting so much good out. What am I getting in return? Like, what am I really doing this for, you know? But I got into a car accident Jeez. a week before the the um, the um conference. I was like, we had a meeting that next day. Y'all, when I tell you I couldn't think straight, I couldn't think straight. It was so bad. But the beautiful part was I ended up getting like an upgraded car after the conference. And it felt like universal karma like you put good out you get good mm-hmm. and in return absolutely so it was like kind of cool but yeah yeah do you do you ever think about and this is just me reading into things the car accident mm-hmm. you mentioned that you were going doing so much yeah sometimes i feel like god has a way of being like yo you need to slow down yeah probably you know what i mean like yeah um and and, and i'm not trying to say like he purposely put you in a car accident but like the the chain of events that took mm. place for you to, you know, thank God you're okay. And besides yeah. the, the, the whiplash. Yeah. It was like, I couldn't like, I needed to rest. That, right. And I wouldn't let myself rest. Right. Like, why do we do, why do we do that? It's just, just crazy rest. how things happen. Yeah. It really is. When my wife was pregnant with our first child, mm-hmm. we, I was getting our, our, um, the, uh, our bedroom, and the baby's room were switch switched and oh, yeah. you know what I mean like I was getting our bedroom ready mm-hmm. so we can move out of the baby's room so I could do the baby's room uh, months back and forth back and forth after work I come home right yeah and I and I'm sitting there one September my wife's like eight nine, nine months pregnant she, she's she's almost due she ready and yeah. um I'm at work I get home from work and I have this pain in my stomach. Mm-hmm. And I'm like sitting here and I'm like, man, I feel like, man, I, maybe I ate something, yeah. something bad. So I was, so let me lay down. So I laid down. I woke up. It's still there. Mm-hmm. I go to work. I drive all the way to Middletown, four o'clock in the morning in pain. I'm like I'm driving in uh. pain. I get to work. I'm working. I'm sitting on a forklift and it's hard for me to get off the forklift, get on the forklift. Mm-hmm. And now it's even getting worse. So now I'm like, damn, did I get food poisoning? Yeah. So I tell my boss, I'm like, I got to go. Like, I'm not even asking. I'm like, I got to go. Yeah, I don't feel good. Right. So I drive mm-hmm. all the way back home. And I remember on 283 hitting the bumps, uh-huh. you know, and I'm like, Ugh. so I, I, I'm laying down. By this point, it's like eight in the morning. My wife's on the on her way to work. But she's like, you know, are you going to be all right? And I'm like, yeah. I'll be OK. I'm laying down. She's like, you call me 
if you feel like it's getting worse. Yeah, and my yeah. wife's a nurse. She's a oh. wound care specialist. So she's already hip to like paying attention for things. Mm-hmm. So by 11 o'clock in the morning, it's bad. By this point, I've already, um, I, I've gotten sick. She gave me tea. I, I threw it back up. Uh, mm. I, I, I'm, I'm having these lucid dreams. Mm. I'm like, I got to go. I, I, I got to go to the emergency room. If, when I say I got to go to the emergency room, it's bad. Because yeah, I'll, gotta... I'll fight through something. I'll, I mean, I'll be a little bitch about it, but I'll, <laughs> I'll fight through it. So long story short, and forgive me, I'm, I'm, I'm ranting. No, nah, you're great at telling me. Uh, my wife comes home from work to take me to the hospital, and we get there. And uh, I'm sitting in the, in the emergency room for like what felt like an hour. My wife was yeah. like, it was only 25 minutes. I'm like, baby, I think we were in there for an hour. <laughs> When they finally got me in, they, they scanned me and they were like, yeah, your appendix is getting ready to burst. And Not they found us. it before it burst. And it was it's the most uncomfortable feeling. And, and I guess what I'm trying to say is I had to then for the next month I was off from work. I had to sit. I couldn't pick up anything mm. for more than five pounds. Mm. I was like, my body just said, no mas, mm-hmm. you're done. And it's funny how things happen in life. Yeah. Where you don't want it to happen. You don't, I didn't want the, you don't want an accident. You don't, but something was saying, chill. Yeah. Pump the brakes and, and you're forced now um, to rest. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you have to now. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. You're a fan. (sighs) Yeah. If you don't mind me asking, does your wife work at like Women's and Babies? Or no, like- she works for Bayada. It's home care. Oh, okay, so she's okay. actually she manages a team of nurses of home care nurses. Okay. Um, but she's also like um she used to work at um Lancaster Wound Care. Oh, okay. Um, so she's always like you know when it comes to wounds and stuff, she knows all about it. And when she's got to get recertified, she's got to watch these videos. Mm-hmm. And she's like, baby, look at this. I'm like, no, I don't look at it. I don't look at it. I'm real yeah. picky about, like, like don't talk about shit when I'm eating. <laughs> like, don't even watch those videos in the kitchen. They just, you know, that's how I am. Yeah. But now, yeah, so, yeah, she's wound care specialist. and um, That's awesome. But, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> how do you feel? I feel good. Great. This is amazing. This is a I great love conversation. What you're doing. Thank you. You're making an impact uh, probably in a bigger way than you realize. I was like really like honored. I was like, Yeah. What? Yeah. I, I see on the flip side, I was kind of like, yo, like I'm a I'm just gonna be honest and be like, because I wasn't I wasn't gonna be like, I want you to be on my season three premiere because in my mind, uh-huh, I'm always probably people are probably like, all right, well, you're making a big deal out of nothing, but I was like, it was important to me. Like, mm. I planned shit. I will you say that. You tell how important it is. Yeah, yeah, like, I just didn't want anybody. Like, I had Fran ending season two. That was awesome. Yeah, thank you. That was Thank you. Great. And that was the first time I met her that day. So, yeah, it was important for me to kick off the season with a vibe, with an energy. So, mm. thank you, really, is, is what I should be doing. Is, is thank, thank you. Thank you for what you're doing. I look forward to, to following you and seeing what you do. The, the music... Let me remind her. Mm-hmm. And I, I, anything else? Anything else you want to like? Any type of what? Like what is? Uh, I guess I will kind of go back to my old question. Like, what's the game plan for you? Like, what are you trying to do? What are What are you trying to do, Shug? <laughs> Honestly, um, 
I really want to go back to school. Oh, okay. I really want to get my bachelor's degree in psychology and be a counselor. I wanted to be a counselor when I went to Millersville and didn't finish graduating. Got you. And it's just like, it's like I didn't finish that yet, and I feel like I need to do that. So that's still something that's kind of yeah. It's like I'm looking at the you. list, like mm, I need to do that. I need to go psychology. Back to that. Yeah, I always wanted to be like a. Well, I used to want to be a teacher. Um, and I was like, that's too much paperwork. <laughs> but, I mean, being a, <laughs> being a counselor is probably paperwork too, but. I know, there's, there's a bunch of counselors right now going, you know, we, we got a lot, lot of paperwork. paperwork. <laughs> well, I was younger then, but now I'm just like, yeah, I think I could do it now. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I want to go back to school. Yeah. Yeah, I want to get my degree. You should. Yeah. Why not? You. Now, see, now that yeah. this is on the podcast, now you're right, going to see it. It's going to push me to do now it. Now you got to do yeah. it. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. See, this is what I need. And now Laddie's going to be like, now you got to do it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Shook, thank you so much thank for joining you. me. I'm grateful. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. All right. I love what you're doing. That's it. We're Ooh. done.